Welcome back, Swamp Folk. Everyone doing okay? I hope you are. Hopefully, you're at least doing better than the guys on our list for today. If not, well, I don't know. But we'll be sure to send some good vibes your way, because today we're discussing five disturbing animal attacks on park rangers, and some of these get pretty brutal. As always, I'll be taking you through a light-hearted journey on a not very light topic, but first, I do want to begin on a very serious note that's close to my heart, and hopefully yours as well. Most of you have probably seen the Netflix documentary series, Tiger King. So you may already be aware that our country has a tendency to domesticate, and I use that term very loosely, exotic animals such as tigers and monkeys. This is a huge problem unto itself, but there's an even bigger problem behind it. Yes, many of these animals are the result of breeding but there are countless more being brought in by poachers and their journey is unspeakably cruel. Sadly, just as many are slaughtered for their hides and horns, but animals aren't the only victims of poaching. Statistics show, on average, two park rangers are killed by poachers each week worldwide, but some experts believe that the number may be much higher. Of course, that's not including other park personnel or civilians. Each year, that totals over 100 human deaths on top of an already heinous crime. Yet, there is so little awareness surrounding the issue. The men and women losing their lives while trying to protect these animals deserve our recognition and gratitude. While yes, we may have a few jokes bordering on inappropriate throughout today's video, please don't lose sight of the real message. Hungry Hungry Komodo Dragon This first story is an exotic one. We're starting off in Rincha Island in Indonesia, Komodo National Park to be exact. According to the Canberra Times, Komodo dragons have lived on the islands of Indonesia, completely isolated from predators for about a million years. At the time of this article in 2021, there were an estimated 5,000 dragons living in the park. They most commonly eat deer, buffalo, goats, and birds, Sometimes they'll eat their prey whole, while other times they'll poison it with a venomous bite and stalk their dinner until it dies, even if that takes three weeks' time. In 2009, a ranger named Mian arrived at his office located inside a small wooden building in the main camp. Nothing seemed out of ordinary until he sat at his desk and happened to look down to see a Komodo dragon next to his leg. Mian would later learn a cleaner had left the door open, allowing the Komodo to enter in search of food. Now it seemed to find some. To make matters even more terrifying, the ranger was only wearing sandals. His feet were his only weapon and they were completely unprotected. He knew if he didn't get his leg away, the dragon would bite it and swallow. Very carefully, he tried to pull his leg back, but the dragon followed. And Mian knew he was in trouble when its tail moved to strike from the other side. He pulled his leg back too fast and became trapped beneath the desk. That's when the Komodo clamped down and refused to let go. Its teeth were ripping into Mian's flesh. Thinking fast, he managed to pin the beast down slightly by putting his free foot onto its neck. Using his free hand, he was miraculously able to pull the animal's mouth open, thereby freeing his leg, but his hand was now also bitten during the struggle. All the while, Mian was shouting for help and other rangers rushed to his aid, but to their horror, more Komodo dragons were also close behind. Lured by the smell of blood, some rangers tried to keep the new arrivals under control while two others hurried to assist Mian with the Komodo inside. 
These creatures can seem docile most of the time, but they're actually merely conserving energy. They're actually quite fast when attacking. In normal situations, park staff would simply use a stick to push the dragon aside or flee. Any further engagement would simply be unthinkable. Mian estimated there were seven additional dragons waiting when he finally emerged from the building. One friend pushed them away with the stick while another helped him awaiting transportation. After a short boat ride, Mian was taken to a hospital on Flores Island before being flown to Bali where he received six hours of emergency medical treatment. He was required to stay in Bali for an additional week before returning to Flores Island for six months of recovery. Eventually, he also resumed his job at the Komodo National Park, though he only does desk duty, an understandable choice if not a slightly ironic decision. You know, considering how it actually happened. The dragon that bit him was still living as of July 2021, and though Mian was unable to tell it apart from the others, he does believe its smaller size was the only reason he's still alive today. Though he suffers from terrible nightmares and doesn't enjoy reliving the incident, he hopes that sharing his story will help spread awareness to the dangers of Komodo dragons. Bull Elk Bulldozer Next up we have one of our favorite locations, Yellowstone National Park, where the bull elk use cars for fighting practice. Usually, when we hear of an animal attack in a national park, we can't help but to wonder what role the victim played. Did they get within selfie range of a moose? Did they try to hand feed a bear? You never know what you're going to get, but sometimes wild animals are just gonna be wild animals. On this occasion, a bull elk made its way into a Yellowstone National Park parking lot, and, well, here's what an eyewitness said in a Whiskey Riff interview. This happened on September 10th, 2021, when my family and I took a vacation to Yellowstone National Park. We were on our way back to the Airbnb when we saw a lot of park rangers trying to keep people at a certain distance. So I drove back around and parked right in front of the elk. It is during the rutting season, so the males were hyper-aggressive. He lunged at two cars before ramming into the ranger's vehicle. In the video, the elk is clearly unimpressed as it scans its surroundings and one car can be seen backing away before it's far too late. But then the animal launches itself toward in a full charge, colliding directly into the side of a park ranger's vehicle. Rutting season is no joke, and this was at its peak. Typically, the season lasts from September to October, but sometimes it can begin as early as August. Battling over mates is a common occurrence among North American bull elk, and sometimes they're even fatal. In this overly aggressive state, anything can be seen as a challenger be it animal, human, or even a car. Honestly, we're lucky it was only a vehicle and not a person. It could easily have gone the other way. Just let this be a lesson to you. If you plan to visit Yellowstone, try to make sure it's not during rutting season. Grizzly Mama Next up, we have a good old-fashioned bear attack. And no, when animals attack video is complete without at least one, right? Seriously, it's the law. There's no lack of potential encounters, either. In fact, you may very well be seeing a dedicated bear attack episode in the future, but for now, I want to tell you about Canadian park ranger Jordan Carberry. In July 2018, Jordan was 50 years old, living in Bella Coola, British Columbia, when he found himself in a fight for his life. He was outside of his home early on a Tuesday morning when he noticed a couple of bear cubs sitting in a cherry tree and their mother, who was nearby. He had just taken a picture of the mother when a branch snapped, one of the cubs came crashing to the ground, 
the fall triggered the overprotective mother as she charged directly at Carberry. A bear will usually display certain signs before going on the attack, but there was no lip-smacking or loud huffs to give warning in this case. Also, since grizzly bears can run up to an astonishing 35 miles per hour, Jordan believed he was done for. The New York Post quotes the ranger as saying, She had her eyes locked on me, and she was coming for me. I instantly turned and tried to get back into the house. All of a sudden, I just got tackled from behind and was sent flying. It felt like two football players tackling me at the same time. The grizzly bear was suddenly on top of Jordan, wrapping her jaws around his head and lifting him with her mouth. That's when part of his ear and part of his scalp tore free and he fell to the ground. But Mama Bear wasn't quite finished. She then lifted him by his thigh and dropped him a few more times for good measure. Carberry loved bears before this incident, and as a park ranger, he had recently taken a defensive training class where he learned what to do during such an occasion. He estimates landing at least three kicks to the bear's face before finally regaining his feet and taking a few swings. He was aiming for her snout, but he missed each attempt. Jordan later stated, She was like a prize boxer. She was so fast. Though, he wasn't able to land a punch, he did gain enough distance from the bear to run the 40 feet back to his house. Don't forget this guy had been lifted by his thigh and dropped multiple times. That's the power of adrenaline for you. Some sources state he didn't have cell reception, while others state he lost his phone in the scuffle itself. But regardless of why he couldn't call for help, Carberry was forced to drive himself on a 10-minute trip to the hospital. After grabbing his keys, he had to make it to his vehicle while the bear was still just outside. When he made a run for it, the grizzly did charge at him again, but thankfully she didn't commit. During the drive, Jordan continuously repeated, Don't pass out. Don't pass out. You guys remember the part about a scalp tearing, right? This wasn't even his main concern. He caught a glimpse of his body form in the mirror and in his own words, I was mostly concerned with my abdomen because I thought she had split me open. I thought my guts were hanging out. Upon arrival, he was transferred to Vancouver General Hospital where he underwent surgery for umbilical hernias. That's when the intestine protrudes through the muscle at the belly button. His other injuries included a severed ear, a torn scalp, and several puncture wounds from the bear's canines. You can actually view pictures on American Shooting Journal, but YouTube will get upset if I include them here. So, you can find a link down in the description if you are interested. By all accounts, he seems to have handled the entire trauma like a champ, though. After a two-week recovery in the hospital, where he constantly kept the doctors and nurses laughing, he was finally able to return home. He felt incredibly lucky to be alive and made lighthearted jokes on Facebook such as, Good thing I have such a thick skull. A CBC article mentions volunteers picked the fruit from Carberry's trees to make it safer. While there, they collected a video revealing up to eight bears were frequenting the ranger's yard. The Conservation Office Service decided to not euthanize the bear because she was merely protecting her cubs and hasn't posed any other public safety threats. This was a decision Carberry wholeheartedly agreed with, stating, It was me dropping my guard in grizzly country, which you can never do. I did it because I was so close to my house, and I learned a big lesson. Chimps Gone Wild Our number four slot takes us to the Jane Goodall Institute Chimpanzee Eden in South Africa. In June of 2012, Ranger Andrew Oberle 26 years old, was leading a tour when two chimpanzees suddenly grabbed his feet and pulled him beneath a fence. Andrew was savagely mauled and dragged for nearly a kilometer into their enclosure. 
The sanctuary's director, Eugene Cousins, fired a shot into the air, scaring the animals back into their enclosure. Chimp Eden effectively went into lockdown while investigation took place to determine if the animals would be destroyed. The sanctuary's official statement read, Chimpanzees are wild animals and are defensive of their territories. Any interaction between humans and wild animals can be dangerous. The chimpanzees at Chimp Eden have suffered horrible injuries and abuse from humans and therefore have been treated with caution. After undergoing surgery, Andrew remained in critical condition at Nail Spruit Hospital, where he was treated for the lost part of an ear, parts of his fingers, and at the time of his attack, he was studying for his master's degree in anthropology and primatology at the University of Texas in San Antonio. The executive director of the institute, David Davos Usthusian, spoke with the Toronto Star to confirm Andrew's injuries were quite extensive and that this was the first incident of its kind since the park's opening in 2006. Killer Elephant As always, I've saved the wildest story for last. In a Thailand e In an eastern province in Thailand, last September, two men were killed over a three-day period by a rogue elephant. I just want to add a quick disclaimer that I'm probably going to accidentally pronounce the names and villages wrong. I know it, you know it, let's not make a thing of it, okay? For around five months, an elephant from the Top Lawn National Park was raiding villages and farms for food in Tambon Kang Sidu. According to the Bangkok Post, it was happening almost daily and as one would imagine, the damage was massive and widespread. Finally, after two people were seriously injured, a park ranger by the name of Arthit Fiengwam led volunteers into an attempt to drive the elephant away. On a Sunday, September 11th, 2022, the village chief, Saraya Uterapas, the park ranger, and other volunteers rushed to confront the elephant. The ranger attempted to scare the beast away with firecrackers, but it retaliated, and the ranger was unable to move away in time. As a result, he was stomped into the ground until his body was basically half-buried, gravely wounded, as he rushed to Nadi Hospital, where he was later pronounced dead. Also, I do want to note that while the Bangkok Post refers to this incident as a single elephant, other articles do state that it was a herd of elephants. Of course, it's always possible we're losing something in translation, but just a quick FYI before we move on to the second incident. Just two days later, on the 13th, a group of rangers from Klong Kura Wai Wildlife Sanctuary were trying to clear out six elephants at the Longan Plantation in eastern Shanthaburi, and 42-year-old park ranger Somfob Shri Nam was among the group. The reports state that the ranger didn't realize one of the elephants stood only a mere 30 meters away. When the animal noticed him, he was taken off guard and unable to escape. His body was later transferred to Pong Namron District Hospital to undergo an autopsy. I don't understand why an autopsy was necessary, but Thai PBS World seems confident that that's how it's happened. Shortly after these incidents, Fadet Lithong, director of the Wildlife Conservation Office, felt the park rangers were in desperate need of modern equipment and was able to procure 30 night vision binoculars to kickstart the process. He also wished to stress that only some elephants pose a threat to humans, the majority are not aggressive. 
Well, Swamp Folk, that's today's video. Let me know what you think in the comments. I'd love to know if you'd like to see more videos based on animal attacks. And trust me, there is no shortage of wild animal attacks out there. If this is something you'd like to see more, let me know. I think the grizzly is what got me the most. Just the idea of having your ear and scalp torn off, you know, it just sounds terrible. Of course, randomly being pulled beneath a fence and dragged away by two chimps is fairly brutal too. But then that elephant, I mean, can you imagine being stomped to the ground by one of those giant towering beasts? Anyway, it's that time again. Do all the dirty stuff to those buttons. Be sure to subscribe if you're new. And stay tuned for what's coming next. I upload almost every single day in all things natural and supernatural. If you have a story or an encounter or a true crime case you'd like to see me cover, send it on in at swampdweller.net. Because if you don't, Shrek will come to your house and it won't be for a tea party. So, hopefully we understand each other, my friend. Great, see you next time. Peace out.